and welcome back to Her Gypsy Soul podcast, The Stories That Bind Us. My name is Jacqueline Van Bierk. I am your host. I am an artist. I'm a singer, songwriter, music producer, composer. I love life. I love adventure. I love nature. I love my doggy, Bolt. <laughs> um, I prefer to eat really healthy vegan foods and believe in holistic a healing techniques more so than Western uh, approaches. And my goal with this podcast is really to bring people together through storytelling because we have so much more in common than we think we do. And I keep saying that because it is simply true. We live in a time where we talk about unity, we talk about love, but I see more now than ever a lot of division going on and a lot of people talking, not listening. Everybody seems to have a very strong opinion about something and will not bend or even like lend their ear. So what I encourage you to do is instead of sitting behind your computer and um, typing away, you know, if you see something that you're unhappy about or you're outraged by, phone up a friend first and just like let let it let that out, you know. Um, because having this real conversation and getting someone else's perspective is super important. And when you disagree on something, it is still better to just have a real conversation. DM that person. Have a real civil conversation about things that you disagree on. Um, we cannot live in a world where it's black and white, where it's only this and not the other. Um, and. It, it, it's becoming a very dangerous place for many people to be outspoken and to really um, just be themselves. And we are, we are in danger of losing that. And if you can't see that, you know, I think it's time to open your eyes um, to that. And so I always say this is super important for all of us to meditate, to go within and not get so distracted and, and even emotionally destroyed by the outside forces that um, being televised, you know. Um, so very important to do that. With that said, with, with no further ado, I have an amazing guest today and I like this guy. He's su such a great guy, such a talented singer, songwriter, musician, producer, composer. Um, and he's also a very outspoken person, which I really appreciate. Um, we need more people like that who can speak their truth and stand by what they believe and what they think. Um, we need that more now than ever. So with no further ado, here's my good friend, Anthony Neves. Hi, Anthony. I am so excited to have you on because, oh, thanks. yeah, I, I just love everything you do. You're so inspiring. You're such a talented musician, music producer, and a very outspoken person, which I really, really appreciate <laughs> and enjoy. Um, oh my God, you've had so much success. Uh, you had several placements with, you know, your music. Um, and I mean, you have a band, you have, I think you have also, so Clear Blue Fire is your band, right? Clear Blue Fire is the band, yeah. Uh -huh. And then Sunfeeder is your production music or like sync kind of that's yeah. correct so that's the studio the sun feeder studio so that's that's my other brand of uh just to keep them separate you know so as an artist is it's clear blue fire although i do have a couple of other projects as well mm -hmm. um 
Clear Blue Fire has been the most successful in the um, in the sync world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. and Sunfeeder allows me to actually record other artists as well, and and just work as a producer and and um, work the studio. Mm -hmm. Great, and then you're also with Mutiny Records, who have gotten you, I guess, some great placements. You know, I would love to hear more about that. How you got started, and you are in in Australia, which is awesome. So you're totally. Uh, on the other side, <laughs> how has how has it been for you, like from where you started and where you are now? Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got to where you are now with your music. You know, I, I yeah, always cool. find that fascinating. <clears throat> yeah, I'm all. You know, I've always played music. Actually, if you, you want to go right back to the beginning, in my teens, I was actually a drummer, and um, I played drums uh, for a couple of different bands. Um, one that, that had moderate success uh, just here locally, um, nothing, nothing big, but um, we, we were playing some good supports and, and, and um, playing a lot, a ton of shows uh, for a few years there as, as a drummer. And that was in the heavy metal scene, actually. It was like oh, heavy, heavy alternative metal sort of stuff. Yeah. And, um, and then I, 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 after that disbanded, I then went on to, um, I mean, there's guitars lying around the room all the time, right? So being in bands and and you just pick up guitars and and i was always you know sang a bit of backing vocals and that sort of thing and then moved into the the frontline frontman space um after that the last bit of um my drumming so i played drums for about a good solid 10 years and then moved into the singer songwriter space and um did that for a while i did a lot of sort of pretty easy listening sort of stuff just um just uh, started out acoustic writing writing on acoustic and, and just uh, that band had moderate success as well, just locally. I mean, we, we played some big shows and um, as a solo artist as well, I played to crowds of over a thousand, which was pretty good for a tiny little little uh, city that Perth is here. Perth in Western Australia is, um, it's it's a pretty small little city tucked away on the other side of Australia. So it's not like Sydney or Melbourne. Um, and then I decided to change my writing style again because I mean as we're, we're all artists right so we like to explore different avenues and, and try on different hats so to speak so um, I took that um, took my songwriting and then I discovered Kathy so in, in about 2016 I think this uh, we did yeah, some yeah. searching online 20 yeah. something like that and um, and really changed things up after that I'd already been writing in an electronic um genre uh, prior to meeting kathy i wrote sort of electro dance rock sort of stuff which um which i had a lot of fun doing and um i had a, a couple of good tracks that uh that kathy heard um one was called um good times which hence you know that just the title of that track yeah it's probably quite sync friendly and um and then from there just started writing in different genres i really started to like the uh, uh sort of funk soul um alt alt funk soul alternative stuff um and, and I, I developed a brand um a project of mine called five star neon five star neon um has had some low level success in the sync world and it's only actually released one single but i've got a ton of songs that i'm sort of sandbagging uh like just holding on to um which i probably need to let them out because that's right why why we write music right is so that other yeah. people can hear it yeah, <clears throat> but uh, the clear blue fire thing, um, you know, coming from my roots in, in sort of hard rock and metal way back as a kid, and I, I genuinely do have a love for every genre. Anything that sort of makes you move, you know, moves you, um, 
I'm, I'm going to like it, right? So that's I enjoyed the electro dance rock stuff. I enjoyed my acoustic songwriting stuff, uh, which I may go back to soon as well. But the clear blue fire stuff um, really enabled me to marry some lyrics, lyrical content of what I've always like um, positive, motivational, um, uplifting. You can't stop me now. I'm on top of the world kind of uh, lyrical content, which with some powerful, hard-hitting rock drums and and um, <clears throat> and guitar groups, which um, I'm I'm quite passionate about. And um, one thing led to another. Of course, as artists, we shop ourselves around. You know, we look to to work with other people. We look to um, to find. Uh, but well, I was looking for licensing agents, and um, I did speak to Catch the Moon, and um, they were. Uh, they, they liked what I was doing, you know, mm. I developed the songs through um, Kathy's coaching and guiding guidance awesome. and Sonnet and, and, and everyone else in there um, who, who were all really, really good. But uh, as it turned out, <clears throat> reaching out as we do with lots of emails and phone calls and trying to reach out, I, my, the three or four songs that I'd sent out to uh, Mutiny Recordings um, really really sparked some interest and Ryan Gaines jumped on a Skype call with me like like straight away he just said dude man let's let's have a chat and um, he was extremely passionate and they say when you're in this industry always work with people who are passionate about what you're doing yes. you know? yeah and um, and that goes for even forming a band picking a bass player a drummer whoever it might be as long as they're passionate about what you're doing because everyone's brand is going to be different right it's going to be yeah. obscure whatever it might be so finding the right people is really important and and ryan had a huge passion for uh for what clear blue fire was putting out and um so clear blue fire initially is just um it's just me i i i like wrote all the tracks played all the instruments um and then recruited people like uh to be involved you know so like I've got a great drummer who's um, who's been involved, but we don't we're not actually gigging live um, on a on a high rotation basis um, at the moment. But um, um, 2021 is here, yeah. And we've dropped a bunch of singles over the last um, 18 months, and I think the singles now there's enough there to put together a full length player, full length record, and. So hopefully we'll press some vinyl in 2021 and do a launch and, and really get some some buzz around the beginning of, of Clear Blue Fire because it's it's uh, I think through all my years of playing live, um, especially in a tiny little town like Perth. Well, we're a city, but it's um, you do it for the love, not the money. That's I think what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So so there's there's very little money in it for live bands with it you do it for the love so i don't i don't do a lot of it these days um i'd rather play a show that's got some significance behind it than just playing to a, and with covid especially over the last uh you know 12 all of 2020 um pubs pubs and, and music, live music venues had there's nothing going on right so it, it really killed the industry here people were just um looking for any kind of work they could get. Yeah. It's, it's kind but of hopefully 2021. Yeah. You know, you had you had success, you had a placement uh, on Lucifer. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah that's right. That, so we've that passed, right. That was kind of cool. That that's a pretty great accomplishment. Like, very cool. Yeah. 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 Mutiny recordings have been very instrumental in 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 all the placements that we've landed. Um, I have had a couple of little ones through uh, crucial, not crucial. Um, uh, oh, I'm, another licensing agent, anyway. <laughs> It'll come back to me. So many, you're like, I, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but Mutiny have really been behind all the big ones. Um, they're very well connected. Uh, you know, they're in LA, LA based, and they're, they're very well connected with with all the all that's happening. You know, from the Showtime Productions, Warner Brothers Productions, um, Disney. Um, they they are they're in there. They've been working it for you know um, well over a decade. So uh, it's it's a good relationship to have. It's a tough time at the moment because they're holding back on on releasing uh, television series. They're holding back on on making movies. It's it's a little bit of an interesting time in the world. But uh, yep, yeah, we landed Lucifer and we've landed um, a couple of other big ones like Shameless. Um, when I say big, they're you know popular alternative yeah. TV series. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, the, every, every little bit helps. And I think licensing music like sync is definitely the new way of earning money and also to kind of get a following, right? Because I mean, yeah. first of all, you can't play shows right now and it would also be really hard to play the whole world. Like, you know, that it would tour the whole world. Um, I'm curious, how is it now in Australia? Like how's the situation as far as like with, with everything going on? Um, Cause I know I'm from Germany and my mom just told me that they have more lockdowns and restrictions and even like curfew. It's just crazy. How's it going for you guys? We're so lucky where I am. I'm in Perth, Western Australia. So you could say there's a phrase that's being thrown around here locally in Perth that we're in a bubble. So oh, good. we probably only saw a lockdown of about three months, I think maybe something like that it didn't didn't last long sort of march to june july um and then things started to go back to normal oh well sorry no not normal all all the uh new normal <laughs> yeah the new normal where you can't go into a, a venue without signing in with some kind of uh contact tracing app oh really um yeah yeah so like i went out on a boat trip with a bunch of people just recently i saw that and we went that yeah yeah we weren't allowed on the boat unless we, we we downloaded the app and signed in and all this sort of bullshit which um wow. you know um but we're still pretty lucky i don't know how much you've seen on the news with uh with say victoria um melbourne victoria is out of control as far as the uh the draconian um uh, dictators that are sort of running that state. So each state in Australia has been quite um, separated from each other. And I'd say, so in Australia, we've got premiers that run the state as opposed to in the US, I think you have governors, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the, each each premier, the head of state is, um, is sort of handling their state independently. Yeah. And uh, we've had border closures, we've had borders open again. Um, but our premier wants our businesses to, to thrive, not not die, right? So he's he's uh, he's keeping our state um, as operational as possible without um, upsetting the uh, the globalists' agendas. Um, 
So, you know, so we, we haven't really seen any COVID cases. I don't think they're even doing any, any serious testing here, right? Because we just, um, WA is, it's, I mean, look at where I'm, where I am right now. I know it's so awesome on a boat. <laughs> you know, it's, we're, I'm pretty lucky. Um, I've, I've kept a, a very close eye on what's going on in the rest of the world or even the rest of this country. And we've got a few leaders that have, uh, that have, uh, they're taking their orders from the, from the globalists, from the new world order. And they're delivering that, um, that message right down through, through the people, you know, we had Queensland last week, just went into lockdown just for the weekend because we all know the virus is, uh, is only going to um, come back on Monday, right? So, sorry, it's going gonna, it's gonna to disappear on Monday. So it's just coming out for Saturday and Sunday. It's, it's some strange stuff going on, but... Um, so weird. I can't even, you know, part of, I, I went to the park today and I had a conversation with this person. We just started talking and um, he's like so convinced that, oh, you know, once the vaccine is there and everything is going to be good again we can all go and do our thing and i was just like mm, I, i'm not taking it and, and he's like why not it, it's safe I, I did all my research on that and i'm like okay that's good like good for you but then he told me all these cases that i don't i'm not even following it because i i feel that once i get into that you know checking in every day how many cases it's going to just freak me the fuck out like i'm not even want to go outside and I can't, you know, that's the plan, right? Yeah. And so, I mean, even when I go hiking, you know, I, me and maybe like 10 other people have no mask on. I mean, I'm not close to people. I'm staying away from people, but I'm not gonna, I need fresh air <laughs> you know? when I'm outside. That's the whole point of being outside. But I feel that it's just such fear mongering that I don't even know what to believe anymore, you know, because there's just so many information thrown at us that, you know, and I think we're on the same kind of page as far as we just think for ourselves and use common That's sense, right. you know, use common sense and, and obviously don't be an idiot, you know, but at the same time, don't stop living. My mom told me, uh, and we live kind of in a bubble. We live in a really small town in Germany. And when she told me like that, they just put an order and like only one person allowed at someone's home she, and she's depressed because she's like, I can't go anywhere. She's like, there's nothing is open and it's already a small town. There's already nothing happening anyway. And I told her, I'm like, they can't tell you who you can hang out with and where you can go. You know, you have to stop. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. unhealthy. It's very unhealthy for us humans. It's very, yeah. It's the shackling our minds with yeah. um controlling it's it's yeah it's out of control but you try and talk to people about it and it and people get upset yeah you know because they, they uh they they do what comes natural i think which it's not human nature to put trust into the powers that be that's what we do we go oh no no they're looking out for our best interests surely they must be mm -hmm. but i've always been one that likes to ask questions but these days questions are illegal like what's going on there and as soon as as soon as that comes into play it makes me want to ask more questions <laughs> but that's about where i'm at i think it's just um when you see people like half a million doctors worldwide trying to have a voice and that's being silenced that just raises more questions again absolutely you know? yeah um but 
to be honest, you know, I've, we've, we're lucky in WA. There's, there's no, there's pretty much zero cases and zero. WA was Western Australia. That's, that's yeah. what I'm referring to. Yeah. It's like zero cases. Um, yeah, it and when we're relatively unaffected by by all the fear mongering because we're certainly not seeing it. And um, and all the people I speak to um, who do live in the eastern states. Um, Western, uh, like Victoria and, and, uh, and New South Wales, our, our eastern states of, of Australia, most of the people I'm talking to also feel that this is a, um, a response to something that is so blown up and out of proportion, um, which makes you beg the questions. What, what's going on? What's really going on? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's so important now more than ever to to question things and to not just you know trust blindly in in what you are the scary part is i i see people and unfortunately people that are really intelligent and smart and also older who should know better because they've lived quite a bit of life and have seen quite a bit of things but yeah. basically just repeating word for word what they just heard on the news you know and like and, a parrot yep like a parrot and i'm going like oh my god like seriously you you i just shake my head where i'm like okay i'm back to writing my music i <laughs> just i can't because yeah. <laughs> you know? at some point I, I think it's important to have a voice and to question things but also at some point to say you know what it's pointless especially on facebook i think it's pointless to try to argue because it, you, you don't you can't win although i must say you uh and a few other people are really good at rebuttal <laughs> like you know you have when it's intelligent and still nice and kind versus like fuck you you know it gets into this whole <laughs> downward spiral kind of nasty you know defensive mode which doesn't help anybody you know that's no. and it's energy that could be spent better doing something more positive so exactly i try to walk away from that it does it people get very upset um when they hear something that they don't agree with it's almost like a religion now isn't it yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> You're not allowed to talk about it. You're not allowed to question it. No. How do you feel? But, uh, Did it affect your, your business? Because, I mean, we in the music industry are, um, it's obvious that the people are way further on one side than in the middle. Um, has it affected you by being more outspoken? Uh, look, I think um, if it has, I haven't seen it. Okay, good. Uh, I, I'm sure that it has because... There's always going to be someone who actually, yeah, look, I've seen people leave. I've, I've watched my, you know, my followers sort of fluctuate, go up and down, mm -hmm. but you win new friends too, you know, yeah. because people, people have asked me um, how, I think something, something that I, I like to say is I meet new friends and why do you meet new friends? Because we share a common enemy and you can put all other differences aside when you share a common enemy. Um, and all of a sudden you've got a you're, you're on a um you've got a a, a kinship there a, a bonding there's a bonding an instant bonding when people people yeah. share the same ideals you know same ideals so yeah i've i think some people have left uh you know that they've, they've decided not clear blue fire is no longer a band i even want to listen to but that's okay um i think music's always been a little bit political too i mean i grew up listening to uh, well, let's just pick one at random, say Rage Against the Machine or something like that, where where they're intentionally political. It's yeah. They go out of their way to be 
uh, to have a voice. Um, whereas I think Clear Blue Fire is very neutral. Um, the, the lyrics in, this, in my songs are, are uh, intended to, to, um, to be... Um, universal? Yeah, they're positive, universal, um, with, with, with a positive energy. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going into any political yeah. side or anything like that. You know, I'm just, um, I think everyone wins when, when, when you approach something with positivity. I totally agree. I think it's, um, it's needed. You know, we all want, when there's so much shit going on in the world, the last thing you want, and I, I write a lot of dark music right now too, but I think sometimes you just want to hear something that lifts you up where you're like, fuck yeah, I'm going to do my thing, you know, um, and or something really angry, like, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the best songs ever. Like, yeah. <laughs> you need that balance. Speaking That's of it. balance, how do you stay um, healthy and, and what, do you have a specific routine? You, as musicians, we don't really have that. You do music full time or you do also something else? I've had the pleasure of doing my music full time for a few years, uh, but recently, especially over COVID, the last 12 months um, or more, I've, I've now got another job as well. I think most musicians do, especially yeah. during this time, you know, yeah. but, uh, and I've most of my music working life, I've had both. I've had to work and, and be a musician. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we need income and uh, yeah. So, but from sort of from, from 2017, uh, in inclusive all of 2017 2018 and half of 2019 it was 100% um, clear blue fire and sun feeder music which was my, my, my studio production um, and obviously you know some of the sync licensing really helped keep that afloat uh, so it was 200% um, all day all night I was doing pulling 18 hour days actually uh, which is what we do as artists anyway you know we're sort of um, we just we work all through the night and 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 through the day, but um, now I've, I've, I've got, I work as well and do my music. So it's, uh, I think most musicians that I know still do that too. So it's, it's we what we do. Sometimes it's not, it's yeah. not like, a, a, you know, being a lawyer or having a regular job where it's always consistent. We, we go through like dry spells, you know, where it's like, I've seen my, my royalties, like go from being pretty like growing, growing, growing to like totally hitting the, you know, ground where I'm like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. It's just something that I think you have to, not everybody's made for this, you know, because it's a very inconsistent, very volatile kind of business to yeah. be, in, you know, and also we get a lot of rejection, you know, so it, not everybody can do that and can, can handle that. You have to be versatile. You have to be thick skinned. Mm -hmm. um, and like I said before, I think uh, the phrase that I like to use and I've, I've used it for the last couple of decades in, in my life is that we do it for the love not the money Absolutely. because sometimes there's periods where there's no money in it and we just keep doing it because we because we love it um i've been fortunate enough to have been able to ride the wave a little bit when when the money was good and i'm sure it's going to come again too uh 2021 hopefully we'll see the world is in a weird place right now um i know some very successful musicians who live locally here in perth um who they're touring musicians. They're normally touring the world, you know? Um, uh, and, uh, you know, I know promoters who, who, do, um, who do massive shows, like there's a big metal fest in, in, um, that he holds over in Singapore, which is a global thing. He also holds them here in Australia, but um, with no touring, with all the borders closed, his business is, is 
Shit. Well, it's closed, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. There's, there's no, there's no work. And some of these other musicians who are, who are celebrity status, um, they're just rehearsing at home. You know, it's, it's, yeah. um, it's hurting people. It's definitely yeah. hurting people. Yeah. I think that that's why it's so important. I know musicians too that happen like touring, you know, that was like their career. And I feel it's so important to get into the sync world, you know, to, to write music, own part of the writers so that you have that other multiple streams, you know, that yeah. diversifying um, your income streams. Otherwise this, you know, living proof that when shit goes down, you, you, you're screwed. Yeah. You know? um, how do you feel about like the whole online performing thing, like the streaming, you know, have you tried that or? I, I like it. I haven't done full, any full online gigs yet. Um, but I, I like it. I think it's great. I love seeing musicians doing it. I like to watch it. So as a, as a fan, as a music fan, I love seeing, um, I've seen one, uh, about six months ago when Australia was in like full lockdown, um, from an Australian band and, and they, uh, they were all actually playing and each, each one of them were in their own home. That's cool. So it was like, but they had all the cameras set up. I have no idea how they got it to synchronize so well, but, um, I ask, it was yeah. awesome. So, so that, was it like a Zoom thing? I, I don't know how they did it. Oh. I don't know how they did it, but uh, but it, it was pretty cool. Yeah. You know, it was very cool. I'm, I think what they would have done is recorded it, and then I don't know if it was a live. If it was live, I didn't see it live. I saw a uh, post recording of it. Mm -hmm. But um, I love it. I love seeing other like, you know friends of ours in our in our music circle. Um, I mean, we've got I think we've got hundreds of. of musician friends in, in yeah. common and, and yeah. there's quite a few that are doing uh live live gigs uh, yeah. via you know streaming yeah it's um it's giving back to the people when the people can't come to see you you can still give them something it's great I, in a way i feel like i want to start doing it this year and in a way i feel like well i can finally tour the whole world <laughs> you know because yeah. you have the whole world with you so you could just say i'm right now i'm on japan time hey join me it's, it's kind of i think it's a good thinking outside the box when versus just like saying oh my god the world is like ending now you know that's also very important to just kind of find different outlets and and avenues like what what we could do you know in this situation and i mean zoom i'm sure you too like i've i've been to so many conferences that i probably would have never been able to you know attend if it wasn't for this because everything is on zoom yeah. doesn't matter where you are as long as you got the time right uh, that that is a little bit of practice <laughs> it's like oh shit <laughs> wrong time zone <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, mm, I missed it, but yeah, I, I like it too. I, I I feel that's definitely it's not quite the same, but it's another way to just you know communicate connect. And, yeah. and connect, you know. And that's I mean, look at us. We could never do that in person right now unless you would be here yeah. or I'd be there, you know. Um, is Australia shut down where people cannot come and visit, or is it um, can people actually? It's been changing. Um, every, every two weeks, you hear something different, so it's hard to hard for me to sort of answer that one. Um, I know that international borders uh, have been closed, but um, they may be open again. But it's I don't really know. I'm not paying too much attention to it. Yeah. I think yeah. um, I think I know that people, uh, friends of, uh, friends of mine who were living overseas, came back in November last year, mm -hmm. but they probably just did a 14 day 
14-day uh, quarantine oh, when they yes. arrived. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and other friends of mine that I also know, they did the same thing. Um, they were allowed to quarantine in their own home uh, as long as there was no one else living there, you know, all the, all the weird rules. But, um, yeah. um, and our state borders have opened and closed and opened and closed over the last six months or four months. Um, sometimes we're in full lock, you know, they're fully locked and other times they're, they're open for people to travel um, as long as they can quarantine at, at each end uh, for 14 days. So that makes it hard for someone to sort of go visit family in the East for uh, a week because you need three weeks, right? Right. Um, because you've got to quarantine for 14 days when you arrive over there before you're allowed to see the family. And then when you come back into the state, you've got to quarantine for 14 days over here as well. Sorry, oh. so you need five weeks, not three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. You know, I'm always curious because Australia is like one of the places I haven't been yet and I eventually want to go. But I've always been told that you guys have like the most dangerous, like, insects and spiders and all kinds of weird shit <laughs> tell me some of that like how how true that is or if you guys just want to keep us out <laughs> you're just like uh, <laughs> 50 50 yeah, it's half half we, we've got some pretty deadly deadly snakes and and spiders and um and we, you know we've got great white sharks as well but at the same time it's uh it's probably not that different anywhere else. We have, we've got a few, we've got the big crocodiles as well, which you probably would have seen, but we don't like the crocs are up in the north. Um, like the very north of Australia heads into like uh, Indonesia. Yeah. Uh, it's much warmer waters up there. And then um, the sharks are probably down my way, down by Perth and, and the all the Southern coastline. Um, and yeah, we've got the redback spider. We've probably got a couple other spiders and we've definitely got some, some of the deadliest snakes in the world, but they're not really around any urban areas, you know, although the spiders are, but um, I think half of it's sort of uh, folk tales, you know, um, myth, it's not as bad as, as they make it out. Maybe they just want to keep, keep this wonderful country that we've got uh, to ourselves. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. It's like uh, it, it's 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 the same with um, oh my god, I'm 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 totally blanking right now. Back up north, where they always say um, it's always raining, and they just say that so that nobody comes to visit, you know, because they yeah. want they want to keep the tourists out of there. Um, so how do you how do you manage um, since you are a full time musician and then you also have a job? How do you manage to stay healthy and fit and strong? Do you have a specific routine that you like to use or you're just a natural. <laughs> I, I wish I, I wish I could say I do. Um, up until COVID hit and, and the world went weird, I used to do trips to um, Indonesia. We go to Bali. Bali. Bali for us is a three hour plane flight. Um, <gasps> oh, my God. Yeah. And it's super cheap as well. Like, I know it's had some good publicity over the last few years in, with, you know, some Hollywood uh spotlights on, on Bali's and it is nice it's really nice you know but the surf over there is awesome and the, and the water's warm so I'd go twice a year we, I'd normally go around uh, March March April and then I'd go again in sort of September um, and I'd do a week and just go surfing over there it's um, it's pretty awesome um, the water's a lot colder here in Perth and there's a few more sharks around here in Perth <laughs> so I, I don't go as much as I used to like when I was a lot 
prior to the um so what they did with the great white sharks is they um they lifted the uh they, they put them onto a a protected species list um and as soon as they did that they they bred yeah. there's a lot of breeding and so there's, there's a few more around now than, than used to be when i was growing up in in, in oh. perth so i'm a little more reluctant to jump in the water and just go for a surf here uh every, lots of people still do but uh but i don't um but I still get out in the water. I just don't don't go yeah. surfing. Um, as far as keeping fit, I wish I had more time to do it. I do like to do water sports, um, and I, I since 2014, I've I have a vegetarian diet. Um, I love love vegetarian food. Uh, it was it was just a trial. I was working with some guys um, who used to do a meatless Monday. And they would just like try a meatless Monday. And I thought, I'm going to try this meatless Monday thing you guys are talking about. Well, it's been a meatless uh, seven years now. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that. And I, I'm not one of those people who's going to run around and tell everyone how they should uh, live their life, you know, because I, I don't like people telling me. So I would never do that. Yeah. But um, it, it's, it does often become a conversation starter. As soon as you say to someone, oh, yeah, no meat for me, thanks. But why? But why? But why? It's like, well, it's, I just, that's just me. That's just how I, how, how I um, yeah. choose to be. So, you know, yeah, I, yeah, I feel you. I don't know how you guys are like in Germany, meat is like always part of a meal. And I don't eat meat either. And um, oh my God, the conversations I had to have with people, you know, it's either like you're just skinny, you need to eat meat, you, you're not getting all the protein. And I'm like, I'm not telling you you know, to stop eating and killing animals. So why are you telling me? Like, yeah. stop it. I, it just, it becomes a little bit annoying sometimes where I feel like, don't yes. judge me. I'm not judging you, you know? That's exactly how I've experienced it as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, live and let live. Yeah. And, uh, but it upsets people. They go, so, yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. So I, I eat a vegetarian diet. I like to get out. When the weather's good, I like to get out and about. Uh, winter is not my favorite time of year at all um but that's that's okay i got friends who love the rain but it's not for me i, I like much warmer weather that's why when i holiday I, I go north which is towards the equator and i'll go towards um indonesia where we can get i can literally get flights to bali from perth for you wouldn't believe me if i told you for as cheap as when the sales are on 49 dollars one way um you know more like $150 um, one way, but sometimes you'll get mad sales where, where you'll get them super cheap. And it's three hours, right? Three hours and 20 minutes. So um, to pop over to Indo for, uh, for a week, a couple of times a year was something I really used to love to do oh. in the old normal. And now, now with it, <laughs> hopefully things will change in the near future and I'll be able to get to do a bit more of that yeah yeah it's nice to just switch off get away you know yeah i i i'm i'm gonna leave la again i'm gonna just take a road trip i think versus flying um i just feels a bit nicer i i just really hope that we're not gonna have to like mandatory get vaccinated you know that's i hope it's just like something that is being said and that's not true that would really fucking suck <laughs> it would you know because it takes away people's rights and freedoms you know um, that's yeah that that is just pushing like it's scary 
that is very scary, you know? And, and I know many people who think this is the right thing to do and that scares me even more. <laughs> like, oh. You're repeating like a parrot. Yes. The reason I use that phrase like a parrot is because the parrot's got no idea what it's saying. Yeah. <laughs> it just repeats it, right? So they hear it on the news and they go, oh no, no, vaccines are gonna save our lives. We need to get back to normal. So, well, do a little bit of research, please. Just do a little bit of research. And you say that and then they get upset. But um, I just think any, any world where they're forcing people to do something is um, you've got to beg questions. You've got to ask why, because why? why? Why can't somebody be living their own life if they're not affecting anyone else? Then to mandate something like that is uh, it's, it's crazy. And the, and the risks that are involved all get swept under the carpet. They all get swept under the mat, so to speak. They get hidden, silenced, deleted. Anyone that shows true data on the damaging effects that have occurred, very, very real damaging effects that have occurred, get, um, get silenced. And we get called crazy people for even bringing it up. But um, yeah, I, I wouldn't force somebody to do anything in, in their life. Like we just talked before, I, I eat a vegetarian diet. I'm not gonna go around forcing anybody to do that. And um, mandating vaccines is, is such a controversial topic as well. It's, it's, it's crazy to think that governments think that they can um, be involved in such a uh, yeah. Pro, yeah, mandatory process. Yeah, I think it's important for, for people like us who, who question that these things, um to, to stand up and come together because that's really you know if there's no resistance if there's just like okay you know i have yeah. one friend said i'll get it i want to travel so i'll do whatever it takes to travel and i'm like oh my god really would you just like yep. lose your leg if, if i told you if, if you give me a leg then you can do whatever you want <laughs> you know yeah. it's just slight insanity to be honest like in, absolutely you know it really is you know, I saw, I saw a funny, funny meme this week that said there are two kinds of people in this world. If the government told you you got to eat your own shit, there's one group of people who'd say that doesn't sound right, and the other group of people will say, "Where's my spoon?" <laughs> yes, I saw. You know? <laughs> it's like just ask a few questions. That's all I really want people to do is just ask a few questions and just, just, yeah. I'm totally with you. I'm totally with you. Um, it, it's so refreshing, you know, to hear that. And I have to say, I'm finding more and more people um, that that think like we do, you know, and and I know we're being labeled all kinds of names, um, crazy conspiracy theorists. When in reality, conspiracy has become reality in so many yeah. ways, you know. Yeah. Uh, the real conspiracy is why are they covering up all the truth? That's yeah. the real conspiracy. Exactly, you know, and yeah. why you're silencing everybody? That is just like. That's the suspicious yeah. thing right there. You know, that's what really gets us like, okay, something is not right for me. And I keep saying this, but like I grew up in East Germany and that's what they told us, right? There was only one truth and we only were allowed to yeah. watch certain TV and like say certain things and be for a certain political party against church. And now we can't even say amen. <laughs> yeah, to be a woman now, yeah. <laughs> this is just insane. Like sometimes I watched, all this stuff and i'm thinking am i crazy or is the world yeah. you know, what is going how can anybody with like some common sense think that that is a great idea for 
a woman, woman to not call her, her husband husband anymore. And uh, yeah. it's all these things going on. <laughs> we just ad identify as a, 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 a person with a, with a woman. <laughs> what is going yeah. on? What is going on? It's just, um, yeah, cancel, cancel. That's the real insanity. That's the real insanity. And for people yeah. to not see that is crazy. Yeah. That's that's what really gets me like, holy moly. Okay, moving on. <laughs> where can we go? Planet Earth. Um, where's our escape? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Music. Music's our escape. Music is. And I think as artists, we have that voice and we have that that channel and that outlet and we have to really use our voice, you know, and, and do our best to yeah. and, and most importantly, to be yourself, because that's what I don't ever want to do again, where I cannot be myself. You know, I have to that's hush hush and like I can't say something because I might get blacklisted for thinking differently than you. And that yeah. that is just insanity, you know, um, and also you know, being called whatever names um, and telling me I'm not a good person because I'm not wearing a mask walking by myself in in in, in yeah. the, of the wilderness, you know. Um, it's, it's definitely... It's, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. I, I've noticed my songwriting um, change a little. Um, I'm a very conscious songwriter. Um, but I think letting the subconscious just flow as well is is uh, is a good thing. I think that's where most of us sort of just just let it out, just let out whatever we want it, you know, whatever we want it to be. Um, but with the sync um, approach that I, I learned from Kathy, uh, I became a conscious songwriter for a period. But now I've, been, I've I've let go a little bit as well. So it was good to sort of walk on both sides and be conscious, but also just be subconscious and let it flow. And my point of that was that. I noticed some of my songs started to get angry again. And, um, you know, I, I think it's such a good outlet that, that we have as artists, doesn't matter if it's a visual artist, actor, performer, singer, whatever, um, we can let it out. We can let out our, our energies and emotions and, and pour them into an artistic um, channel. And um, I'm, I'm happy with that. You know, I'm happy with the fact that some of the songs that have, that, that I've written uh, are a bit angry uh, um, and that's okay because people identify with that as well. You know, people identify with um, some people have said, Oh, but you know, it's, it, where's that positivity that you used to have? It's like, I still have that. I've still got it. I've still got all the, I'm human, right? I got all those different emotions yeah. and I can let them. Out and, um, and it's pretty cool how a couple of tracks that I dropped, uh have connected with probably different people uh a different audience uh yeah. that, that may have been compared to some of the uh, more positive tracks um not that, that my angry stuff wasn't positive it was just um it was venting and and we identify with with music uh and art of all forms by our our energies connect with it our our um yeah, we, we are, if we identify with something, we're like, yeah, fuck yeah, I feel that as well, you know. And then, so a new, a new, a new audience will be suddenly going and connecting. Yeah, a new audience will be connecting. So I, I, I didn't realize I'd, I'd sort of turned and let out a few sort of angrier tracks, but um, because I just let it come out, and I looked at them, and was like, shit, does this actually 
fit the clear blue fire brand or not it's like you know fuck it does it really matter doesn't yeah. matter if it's me and it's art and it's coming out then that's i'm happy with that and um and i can steer that in any direction i want to with with conscious uh energy and focus or not and just let it guide itself and, and at the moment the world's doing some pretty crazy shit right now so um I, i'm happy to just sort of let that flow artistically as well yeah yeah you know that is a struggle i have all the time too where i'm like oh shit this song is like I like it, but is that who I am as an artist? And I'm like, yeah, I am. It's like, it's just a different part of me. And I believe that we live in a time, thankfully, where we're not so pigeonholed anymore. You know, like it used to be like, you had to be only that. Like ACDC, right? It's like, <laughs> they write the same song for like, I don't know how many years, 30 years yeah. or however long they are. Yeah. And it works for them, right? But That's I think right. people like us, I like to change. And I, I, I don't, I couldn't, I can be really dark and I can be really happy and positive. And I think that's refreshing and cool because then you're not just, you're giving sometimes people something that they may not have expected, but still yeah. might be like, oh, that's fucking cool. Like, you know, that's that's a different side. Because like you said, you're not always the same person. You know, you could be really angry. It's not always like, ah, oh, life is good. Although you don't write yeah. that anyway, you know, but, and I like to- exactly. I totally agree. Yeah. yeah. And I like that you bring that up because it's important when you write for sync, you definitely want to be, I think that's a fine line. You want to be more universal and you want to be, you know, like, especially for commercials and, and stuff like that. You want to have that, you're selling something. So you want to have that positive um, vibe and energy. But then at the same time, sometimes you may write something that is so authentic and so strange and, and it hits you that that might get you like a big ass placement, you know, because it's just so, it came from that place, you know? Yeah. So I think and, and those and those songs might find a really good home in something like um, uh, movies or, or um, TV series where there is that dark and twisted, strange um, theme going on. And, and you've got a dark and twisted uh, song that, that, that um, lyrically works well with a scene. So, you know, it's not the it's not the happy um, commercial type music, but um, that's the beauty of sync. Is I think that you can, um, that really anything goes, anything goes, you know, it doesn't have to be all hand claps and ukuleles. <laughs> oh, no more, no more ukuleles. <laughs> well, this was so awesome. I, so I'm going to start asking some general questions because I think it's going to be fun. I want to know what is your favorite quote? If you have one. Ooh. Put me on the spot. Yeah, I, yeah. You put I don't like that. If somebody asked me that, I'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> it could be your own. Like maybe it's just like um, a way of you know living. Uh, you, you're kind of like. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go all out. I'm gonna balls deep on this one. This is uh, this is my own quote, and um, this may not sit very well with anyone or with some people, and that's okay. I'm fine with it. I like this one. This is one I remind myself every day of, of sort of who I am um, and, and then justify it. And I can say to myself, I'm okay with that. And, and so I like to tell myself this one, ask anyone. I'm literally the nicest guy you could ever meet. I will literally do anything for anyone, but try and fuck with me and I'll kill you. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> right. So 
it's uh, it's a bit brutal. It's a bit honest, but I think uh, it's actually it's two hundred percent honest. I, I know a lot of people. You and I know a lot of people um, virtually online as well and in the real world, and um, that's just two hundred percent who I am. That's really who I am. I, I'm I'm a giver. I'm generous. I'll do anything for anyone, but I don't like being um, taken advantage of, mm. and and that's why I think I'm willing to speak up um, on on the with my concerns about where the world is at the moment because um, because I care so much. It's only because I care. It's actually really, really um, challenging to to be confront to put your neck out because that's what you're doing. You, as soon as you open your mouth on such a controversial topic, you're putting your neck out and it's basically saying, I'm ready to have my head chopped off, right? So, but I think you asked me before, has it affected my music being a little bit outspoken on, on some of these controversial topics? and I think it may have uh, to some degree, but at the same time, there's a whole other group of people that I've connected with that are like-minded and that also care um, enough. So I'm happy with that. Yeah. You know, one door closes, another one opens. Yeah, exactly. And, and it feels so much better to be authentic and to have a circle of friends where you can be who you are without having to worry about, you know, seeing. I, there's nothing yeah. worse than having to pretend you're somebody or not. You know, that just I'm, I, exactly. I think as artists, we are our own biggest critic. I think that's a famous quote. It's like, as every artist, we're our own biggest critic. We're always self-analyzing, self-reviewing, going, is that is that okay? Is that good enough? You know, as a producer, I'm doing that all the time, listening, listening, going, is that good enough? Is that right? Is that okay? But then self-analysis, stepping back and looking at the big picture and going, right, does it all, is it, is it like you said it before and I said it too, um, is that who I am as an artist? Is it okay to, to bring out a track that actually sits way over here? Um, in, in, it does, it's not in perfect alignment with my vision of my branding, but that's okay because we can be all the different emotions. We can be angry and happy and sad and positive and we're also also allowed to be, um, I think, allowing ourselves time to be, how do I put this, justify, um, not be negative, but sometimes it's okay to lie in the gutter and lick your own wounds, to be able to get back up again and be strong again to move forward. I love that, I yeah. Yeah, we're not always strong, you know, that there's times where no, you know, that's, right. that's okay too. That's, that's, I think, the most challenging part to show your vulnerability. But I think yeah. that we appreciate that because we are so taught to always be tough and, you know, we got this and yeah, think positive, which, yeah, of course, but sometimes it's like, no, things are fucking fucked right now, you know, yeah. and that's yeah. just the reality. And I will come back out of this, but right now I'm not feeling really good on, you know, that, that like, it's okay to not be okay thing, you know? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. It is okay. And that, that's like showing that vulnerability um, is a very strong thing to do. Absolutely. That's it's what much harder to, to let it out. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That is show exactly. it to actually be vulnerable. It's actually uh, much harder to do. Yeah. yeah. And that shows you actually a very strong person because a strong person usually yeah. hides, hides all that you know, it's, it's a lot of insecurity. A lot of people that just put up this front being all tough, they're hiding all that. Yeah. You know, behind that chair. 
I wanted to ask you as a producer, what do you use? Uh, what is one of your favorite plugins and what do you use? Uh, what kind of DAW do you use? I use Cubase, um, like a pr recording Sweet. program for those who don't know. Like, um, what, what's your favorite one? I, I've, I've been using Cubase for oh, a long time. Yeah, a long, long time. I've been using it since, dare I even say it, showing my age now. I've been using it since the mid nineties, right? So um, about 1997, 1996, 97, I started using Cubase and it's been built, rebuilt twice from the ground up that the, the engine behind, like the, the operating system um, or yeah, the engine behind Cubase's um, uh, foundation has been built from the ground up twice during the last two decades. Mm -hmm. And um, and I've, I've just stayed using it. I think, that, I think many doors are all really good. I think they all do the same sort of thing, you know, yeah. Uh, I never jumped across to Pro Tools, um, but I'm sure it's very capable of doing certain things. Um, I know that Cubase does some things better, but I know that Pro Tools is probably easier for doing other things than Cubase. So I think it's just uh, whatever you prefer to use um, and, and whatever you're accustomed to, right? So I got very used to using the, the Cubase um, uh, graphic user interface and, I, and, I, and I'm familiar with the with the menu systems and everything so I, I just stuck with it it's very capable of doing um, full broadcast quality production you know I mean I'm, if I'm getting tracks on Lucifer and Warner Brothers productions and, and all that sort of thing Netflix etc it's equally as good as any other door um, and as far as my plug-in suites um, I love all the sound toys stuff Sound toys make some great stuff. Yep. Yes. Very cool for like mashing things up and getting distortion and getting um, harmonic uh, frequencies. Um, uh, there's a few other bits and pieces, but I think that, yeah, the sound toy stuff is really cool. Mm -hmm. yep. Any favorite like virtual instruments like Omnisphere or like a complete or? Uh, I've got uh, the complete Ultimate 11, um, which is probably about three, four, three years old now, three or four uh -huh. years old. Um, and that is pretty awesome. There's a ton of good things in there. Um, those, yeah. Um, I don't use Omnisphere, but um, probably just because I haven't done a hell of a lot of synth. Um, yeah. I shouldn't even speak about it because I don't, I don't, I hear people talk about it all the time, but I haven't used it. So, right, right. Uh, I'm probably <laughs> not sure the extent of its capabilities, even. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty deep. It's pretty, um, but you know, it's sometimes I look for a sound, I can find a freaking sound to save my life, even though I have so many different synths. So I feel sometimes it works against you, you know, <laughs> having a little bit less is, is more and complete. Oh my God, that's, I haven't even gone through like a quarter of what I got too. It's, it's exactly almost overwhelming, you know. I think a good song should be played with the piano or like with a guitar and and hold up you know and then different simple yep yeah definitely so you you love the vegan diet what's your favorite food like or big vegetarian what's your favorite food oh potatoes 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 and, yeah potatoes and rice yeah like not together <laughs> not, not together just like they're the two they're my two staples because i can make any meal at all with with potatoes or with rice yeah. start with those and then add some greens and the rest is uh yeah. <laughs> maybe <laughs> yeah. what is your um what is your guilty pleasure Ooh. 
You're like, don't ask me all these questions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm not really a, I'm not really a sweet tooth. So I don't like get stuck into ice cream. I don't get stuck into chocolate too much. I'm a savory. So I I, I like um I don't, I don't know if I have got a guilty plate. Uh, cheese. I think anything with cheese. I like nachos and all and yeah, anything with cheese. Yep. And what's your number one pet peeve? Sorry, my number one pet peeve? Like something that that really irritates you, like oh uh, yeah. <laughs> people pe people who how do I how do I phrase this? People who are unwilling to even consider the possibility of an alternative. And I'll leave it as ambiguous as that because I think that goes far and wide. Everything that's from 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 music to sexual preference to um, to COVID, right? Yeah. If you're not even willing to consider that there could be, that it's okay for someone else to have a different opinion to you. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's important um, if you have a different opinion to be open-minded enough to at least accept someone else's, you know, opinion versus yeah. just like, and I mean, I know it's hard. I know it's hard for me. Like sometimes I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> just so, but you know, I'm like, okay, if you, if you don't shut me down, I won't shut you down either. You know, I, I'll give you, I mean, I don't agree with you and I think it's crazy, but um, don't shut me down or don't, don't hush me. Oh, that's, I can stand that. Don't hush me. <laughs> I've been hushed too much before in my life when I was younger. So don't hush me, me ever, <laughs> you know, yeah. that's, um, oh my God. So people can find you on sunfeedermusic.com, right? Yeah, sunfeedermusic.com. But uh -huh. um, that's me. That's me, like, as a producer. Mm -hmm. And um, then clear, clearbluefire.com mm -hmm. is, is my uh, rock uh, project, rock band. Mm -hmm. um, they're the main two. They're, they're the key two things. I've done a few other things as well. I've got um, uh, Five Star Neon, which is also fivestarneon.com. Mm -hmm. um, and then all the, uh, all the socials. You know, if you search though any any of those via the handles, so Sunfeeder Music, Clear Blue Fire, mm -hmm. or um, or Five Star Neon, you can find you know, Insta, whatever, Facebook. But mm -hmm. um, not sure how long I'll be following up on all those platforms with the way things are going. But for now, I'm still there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put that YouTube, on YouTube. Uh, yeah. The YouTube channel is still going strong as well. But uh, um, they're another corrupt globalist. <laughs> so, you know, so. I'm thinking about that because I mean, even even honestly, even uh, Parler is like Soros, you know, like so it's it's like he owns it. So it, it's it's really almost like where do we go if if where like, do we go? You know, if everything shuts down, like you know, they've been talking about the blackout and all that kind of stuff, which already happened, like in New York. And I'm like, oh my god, like so I'm actually that was kind of on my to-do list today i was like i should probably write down people's numbers you know because i don't even know my friends most yeah. of my friends phone numbers um or addresses and i'm like just in case because we've started to rely on technology so much if that's taken away from yeah. us we're kind of screwed i was thinking of the same thing i was thinking like see whatsapp is owned by facebook um so where do we go yeah. Like, where do we go? But I was thinking the same thing. I'm just gonna have to start taking down people's numbers because, yeah. and I actually hit up, I hit up a really good buddy of mine. Mm 
my drummer, my drummer from the Clearly Fire, right? He's, uh, I hit him up. I said, dude, because he, he got rid of his Facebook about two years ago, a year and a half ago. He got rid of his Facebook. And I, I just hit him up when I saw what Insta have publicly said about their uh, their new terms and conditions, which are absolutely ludicrous. It's crazy. Uh, but they've been doing it all along. They're just now telling people that they're, doing, I know. That they're doing it. Yes, yes. And I hit him up. I said, dude, are you still on this number? Because I just I just sent him a, just a, a phone message to his phone. And he's gone, man, I was literally just saying the same thing like two hours ago. He's going to close his accounts and just get rid of Instagram as well because it's um, it's it's a communist controlling it's out of control but soon you talk like that the average person thinks that you're crazy right but yeah. uh, but the truth is that it, it is um it's 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 a dangerous platform when they're taking all your information they're watching all your banking they can they're watching every keystroke that you do you know yeah. uh, it, I, yeah. when i read that it even said that any devices near the phone if you are on instagram they can have access to that yeah and we're so not people who are in up. the room. Yeah, we're yeah. not picking the shit up. You can read it. You can read it. It's it says that, you know, yeah. and that is like holy fuck! Like they can get yeah. into all my contacts. It, I mean, I don't even know what they're gonna do with it. Why? But it's still, you know, they can watch us. Yeah. Can watch your children. They can what whatever. It's it's just like a very um, not cool thing to do. You know. Not cool. Yeah. yeah. But we've become. It's like it's like Spotify. They fucking artists, but we're all on there because it's a, it's a platform that everybody uses. So they kind of really have us in a yeah. way, you know, where I see it as a, as an EPK, like a free EPK, you know. But I mean, I don't make money off that, um, and so yeah, we become very addictive and reliant on on all these things that are actually, <laughs> if they go away, you where do your fans find you, right? Where? Yeah. I mean, even my he, YouTube channel has been doing really well. Okay. Um, yeah, it's been doing really well. My Facebook, Clear Blue Fire Facebook is, I don't think people go to Facebook to look no. for music. Uh, so that's fine. And in, Instagram has been growing slowly, but my YouTube channel has been doing really well. So, um, and I haven't been working it. It's just, it's just been working by itself. So I'm, I'm going to stay on that platform as corrupt as I think they are. <laughs> um, as you said, where do we go? So uh, yeah. There'll be somewhere. There'll be somewhere new. It's the world is emerging into something. It's, there's a massive change taking place, and we're all part of this shift. It's gonna uh, something good can only come from it, right? Hopefully. Something good will come from it. I, I'm with you. I think this is still like a weird, crazy time, but at the end of the of whatever this is, I think we're gonna come out stronger, and and definitely um, something good's gonna come from it. In the meantime, join our mailing list so <laughs> you you can stay yeah. in touch with us. You know, for sure. Do you have any last words for the audience that you would like to share? Otherwise, I so appreciate your time and the conversation because I know you're on vacation right now. Yeah, you, you know you're having a blast over there yeah. on your boat. No. I'm like, I want to be on the boat right now too. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm happy to talk with you. Uh, you know, I'm a fan of you, of what you're doing, everything that you do as well. And, and like we talked before, you know, um, we're very like-minded um, and I, I just love, I love what you're doing too. So it's, it's, I'm stoked that we got to have a chat and a hangout and, 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 and to anyone else who's watching and listening, um, I think the, the message should just be, um, don't be afraid to just be yourself. And, 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 and that's, that's the, that's the biggest thing, you know. We can all self-analyze ourselves too much, and, and that self-analysis is like 
I heard a cool phrase. If you deliberate fully before you take a step, you'll spend your life on one leg. That's just an old quote that I heard, right? So throw caution to the wind and just take that step in that direction and just do it. And if it's wrong, if you, if you learn something from it, then it's not a mistake, right? It's um, just, just be yourself and, and don't be afraid to, to, to be that. Love that. What a great way to end this. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, enjoy the rest Thank of the vacation. And we will talk very soon and hopefully at some point yeah. we'll collaborate a little bit. <laughs> I'll I hope so. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Right. Bye. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Tonight.